Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. It's the day before Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's Turkey Day tomorrow. Wow. Oh, yeah. It is crazy that we're already in November. Mm, we're going into December. <laughs> exactly. What am I even yeah. saying? November's over. <laughs> yeah, we're already going into December. Um, if you want to be on, quote, Santa's good list, uh, please like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Check out all the stuff in the bottom. But, um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, I can't believe this month flew. I realized that I ran out of time to finish the Bible in a year in a year. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got time. I got time. And now it's November. So, yeah, Bible in two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll it's get big there. enough. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, we are taking a week off after this. So we'll be back recording. Like you'll, we'll hit next, uh, the Wednesday, the seventh, we'll be back. But, um, Josh and Claire are dropping, uh, Christmas album. Um, yeah. You can check it Another out. Round of applause for that. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Josh has hit the hater, his biggest yeah, hater. Wrong one, wrong Josh one. is his own biggest hater right there. Were those crickets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah those crickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got an album coming right, out, guys. <laughs> but um, you saw a bunch of their uh, singing on the channel. Um, Help them out, support them. Yeah, you can you can find it everywhere. So we're, we're you know uh, we're gonna have a website. I'll put that in the description. Clareandjosh.com. Um and it's gonna be everywhere. So the album's called For His Glory, and it's just twelve traditional Christmas songs that we did different renditions of that I like really produced. Um, and we're really proud of it. We spent like three months working on it, like sp- putting every hour, free hour that we had into it. And, uh, looking, which is hard know. with three kids. So give yes, them some is. credit. And, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, I got a sample of it and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll put awesome. a little snippet here. I'll, I'll like, I'll show the album yeah. art and then I'll put like a, like a 10 second, whatever. Yeah. Listening to Christmas music since September. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. We've been putting it on too now. It's like I wish I could decorate right now, but I have. Mm. I'm hosting Thanksgiving, so Mm. um, I can't. You know, my tree. So the as soon as everyone leaves, the tree might be going up. 
Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're we're heading upstate to see my family for Thanksgiving, and then nice. when we come back, we're gonna hardcore decorate. Yeah, that's any, the best part. Any cow tipping gonna happen? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't call it Thanksgiving without cow tipping. Yeah, yeah. The, the annual cow tipping. <laughs> Josh's family finishes you their finished meal. It. They run burn out. off the calories. <laughs> Tip that cow. Yeah, just chase some cows. <laughs> That like cow riding. We thought we were safe. We thought it was turkey day. Nope. <laughs> nope. Cows are never safe. I got that a lot in high school, actually. Cow, I don't know. T- cow tipping? Yeah. So, because we're, we would take the train to school from oh. Suffolk County, and then those Nassau County kids just thought mm. of Suffolk as a big farm. What? So, everyone was like, oh, you live in Suffolk? Do you live on a farm? I was like, that's not I'm the case. That's not, not at all. Actually. The only thing yeah. of Nassau is just like they're just on top of each other for no reason. Yeah, I think every time I've driven through Nassau, it was the worst trip ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never... Nassau driving is tough. Yeah. The egg, the ramps and stuff is like that horrifying. So yeah. short. It's so short. Oh, like, man. How do you live? <laughs> and way? Jericho is a... Ma- yeah, sunrise yeah. becomes all lights. Yeah. Nassau. Yeah. yeah. Nassau. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Sorry to Nassau listeners, but you should move somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't live there. It's that simple. I do... There are some really great parts in Nassau, I'll say that, but... Overall, Suffolk. Yeah, just Emily's house. That's the only great part. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Everything else stinks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so my friend Rob was going on and on about cooking uh, with a stick. And I was like, okay, Bob. <laughs> and Josh got it. <laughs> it took me a kebab. little bit to get it. Yeah, it's a kebab. <laughs> you just jumped right in. There, I did. Right? I, I saw. I saw the low, and I was like, "Boom!" <laughs> I was about to. Before you said that, I was going to say, "Hey, wouldn't you hit us with the dad yeah. joke?" But that was good. Oh, and uh, shout out to uh, Kurt Harris for these uh, uh, almost softball jerseys. Pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot we're wearing jerseys right now. Yeah, or we're matching them. In uh, in the w- honor of the World Cup starting, so we'll <laughs> we'll say that. Uh, which um let's get into that a little bit like with they're pushing the politics like it's not about sports anymore they're just like pushing like their politics and like where it is isn't the greatest place and it's like full-on muslim country so they banned all gay stuff like all gay flags and all that and the u.s took out the stripes and they put in a rainbow which you're there for the world cup like what are you Mm. doing i i don't agree with that at all really i'm not familiar with the world cup or what's going on with it right now world cup normally is in uh june july yeah and now it's that's true it is right but it's in uh kuwait qatar 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 Qatar. you know i always have to say something wrong (laughs) qatar um and it's extremely hot there in the summer so like they moved oh that's why they moved it okay Mm -hmm. and the way like there's this uh documentary on netflix about like the FIFA scandal and how they mm-hmm. cheated and to get like certain because this was between the U.S. to get it and them and then they got it and it made no sense to anyone because they don't have the stadiums or anything and they spent over a billion dollars building them and so many people died building it because they uh, the labor laws mean nothing oh to them yeah so it's just it's just sad of like hmm. what's going on there. I had no idea. It's distracting from the world. I enjoy the World Cup so much. Like, I'll never uh, forget, like, on my bachelor party, we went to Atlantic City in uh, June, and um, the World Cup was happening, and just going bar to bar, just, like, enjoying uh, 
the games on it didn't even matter who was playing just like get, having a nice cold beer and just enjoying it yeah the mm. world cup is fun there's a mm. lot of fun that's the only time i think i watch soccer in the olympics mm. <laughs> the olympics are always which good. the u.s actually has a shot i was gonna ask, i was gonna ask because i yeah. thought i saw that they're getting better yeah and they look like they're, they're ranked like 16th but like they have a decent shot at like taking it home but too nice. bad where it is and another crazy thing is the main sponsor is Budweiser, and they banned alcohol. I saw that. And oh. Budweiser tweeted, like, this is awkward. She's <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez, Louise. laughs> Yeah, how could you ban alcohol in an event like that? It's like whatever. Like, the, uh, it's uh, against their culture. So I can respect that, but, like, but don't the, have the main sponsor yeah. Budweiser. Yeah, I know. That doesn't make have a lot of sense. Have it smart water or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Wow. Well, it's, it seems like like politics have really been getting into everything, infiltrating like all sports too. Like you know, with ESPN and football and basketball and everything, baseball. Yeah, between taking a knee and yeah, everything and happening it's, it's now. It's such a shame just... because it's we're here to get away from the world. Like you know, when you go to sports, it's like I don't want to be having all this stuff shoved into your faces. Yeah. You know, like it's it's meant to be an escape and to just watch something entertaining, to root for your team and go home. Like yeah. So it's just it's it is such a fine line because I definitely understand. I think about the athletes and who they are individually, and they all kind of feel something or a certain way, and they feel like I've been given this platform, so like let me speak. But then at the same time, it's like it's just, that's not your, you know. So it's such a weird it's still your job. It's yeah. your job to like just perform, not like you're well, it's not. The same it's with interesting. like the celebrity States. culture, like yeah. it's the same thing. Like these people are just they're actors and actresses, but they feel like they need to say something because yeah. they have attention. Like what when I, they win the Grammy, they always say like a long thing about like climbing yeah. change and all that. Yeah, the so, thing that always catches my attention, or what I'm curious about when they speak these things, is like, do they actually believe it, or is it something that is like culturally pushed, pushed you know yeah. probably sense. paid to do it or no, something yeah. Yeah. you never know what's behind closed doors with uh where they're playing too is like if they put out a, a rule like if any team has the gay pride rainbow which i think we should take that back for hope but anyway the um, rainbow the that's, rainbow that's the like, mark of the covenant yeah. with noah's yeah. ark is it the stinks. rainbow which is very interesting which what yeah, it's, it's like we it's, said before it's kind of convenient why they took it yeah <laughs> um but uh, they said you get put in jail for 11 years if you, like, show a flag or anything. Really? Well, in that culture, if you come out as a gay person, they will kill you. Yeah, probably oh stoned. And they will take you to the roof of a building, and they will kick you off the building. Oh, That's actually goodness. what they do to gay people there. So. <laughs> which so, is horrible. Which is horrible. Do that, you to know? think about that, that's the way some people live in, in yeah. this century, in this yeah, world yeah. right now. Yeah, it's, yeah crazy that's why the world cup shouldn't be in countries like no that, it shouldn't be yeah. and i think and also you shouldn't be pushing your um agendas uh, for something that's supposed to be sports like sure. yeah, yeah. and that's why there's this big issue right now with the golf situation the oh, LIV everyone, tour, yeah yeah and how that is backed by just a billionaire the whatever prince of is it saudi arabia yeah it's saudi arabia, it saudi arabia? yeah and Ooh. just again like well, saudi arabia is getting all these things saudi arabia is building this crazy thing. Um, it's like through the desert, and it's just like a line, and it's layered of um, like different levels, like for people to live on. It kind of reminds me of like Avatar and the um, the Last Airbender, and like uh, the Earth Kingdom, with how like the poor people were here, middle class here, skilled workers here. Well, they separate everyone. Yeah, so everyone's separated, and yeah. it goes up, and it's going through the whole desert. But they also they've been Saudi Arabia has been pulling in like wrestling and they're paying like 
billions to get these people. Same with the golf. Like, it's crazy mm. how many people oh my like gosh. left. Because of the money they're offering. And I'm glad like people stuck it out and didn't go mm-hmm. and were loyal um, to it. Like, uh, Phil Nicholson wasn't. And then they have the nerve to say it's not about the money, which is, come on. It's all about the money. But yeah. uh, I have a lighter thing with sports. Ryan, uh, one of your players, so you can talk about it. I How saw cool this. that? So cool. So this was one of the things that, yes. So Jose Trevino, catcher for the New York Yankees, showed up to his son's career day dressed oh. as. In full uniform, full, full catcher Whoa. gear. Eye back on everything. Love I thought it. it was so cool. I'm a big fan Love of Jose it. Trevino. I think he's one of the. I'd, he was up for. Forget what it was. I think he was the Roberto Clemente Award, Roberto. or was it the Hank Aaron? One of those, one like of those, kind yeah. of like civilian, uh, mm. civilian, whatever. The uh, probably God. Clemente, yeah. Yes, but I thought that was so neat. I'm like, oh, man, yeah. when you think about it, because you do forget in in this crazy world of watching sports and just being so like that's their job, mm. like their, <laughs> their little job. So it's cool to show up to career day yeah. dressed as your job. That, that's that, so neat. Like I saw that it was so heartwarming. Yeah, it's like amazing. Like. Like probably made the kids all all the kids so excited made the, oh, yeah. his son's day. The parents were probably pumped too. Yeah, <laughs> if I was there, I would have been so. The teacher's upset. like you married <laughs> <laughs> as he's at his son's school. <laughs> but yeah, you never know. Um, but Jose Trevino is such a down to earth guy. I'm sure like it was received so well. Like I could see that being awesome for him yeah. walking in, walking in like that. Yeah. Um, what a neat thing. I wonder if he wore the spikes. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, he's got everything decked out. Like, is he wearing the spikes? I was like, is he wearing sneakers or is he wearing the spikes? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's really cool stuff. Sports and talk about money and just sports in general. Sports is such an interesting topic when it comes to like the the what they get paid for what they do mm-hmm. and how like now you've got the the platform where the voices and the politics. It's just it's very interesting. Yeah, I think that's just the the nature of what we. Well, there's the certain, we like we in. were saying, there's certain people that like they just think that they have this platform to tar- talk, and um, the way they talk is just like something like LeBron James. He always jumps <laughs> the crazy. gun, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. Remember, yeah. he like almost gave out the guy's address. Yeah, yeah, he's a little t- too much. Do you feel that this is a result of social media again? I think that there, oh, yeah. the fact that social media basically just like your opinion can now be public, right? Yeah, Everything 100%. was very much private. So now in these worlds of celebrities, and I mean, celebrities spoke a lot to begin with because I guess they had the most coverage. But yeah. it's just... But it was probably less. It was probably like a little article in a magazine and maybe like you saw it, but me and Josh did, sure. you know, like that. And it's not now everyone, everyone sees it because it. like 12 different um, platforms on there, like on Twitter or whatever, Facebook, say LeBron, we didn't see it from LeBron. We were seeing it from like... I don't know, Handy Pantry is posting it or something like that. (laughs) You see what LeBron said about our egg sandwiches? Well, that's the thing, (laughs) too. And what gets taken from that quote or whatever and pulled out of context. And and it's so easy to um, fake something and just like take like Photoshop, like LeBron said, I hate this or something like that. Or what's happening with Kanye and um, Kyrie is kind of crazy, too. You just think about the past, too, like... This didn't really happen, right? I mean, sure, people had their opinions. And, you know, you think about even go way back to like the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. This just wasn't it. Like the actresses and actors, they were loved and appreciated and respected because you didn't know their personal lives, because mm-hmm. you didn't know everything about them. And the world that we live in, you get to see all of that on, on display because no one, you know, everyone just shows everything and reveals everything and everything's on Wikipedia and 
all this stuff. So there is, there usually there's like when you keep things at arm's length, you can respect it and appreciate it a little bit better. But the fact that now everything is out there on the open and everyone's talking about everything, getting their hand involved with every scenario and every political this, that, and the other thing, it just causes like this, this, the veil is like torn. You know what I mean? So like this respect that you may have for people, it just kind of gets thrown out of the window. Sure. And, you know, I've, I response twofold there. Cause I thought of two things off of that. I struggle with the fact that like, I love like sports and stuff and it's like these athletes, I just appreciate how they are as just athletes and what they do on the field. And you want to appreciate that. But now all of a sudden you're starting to hear their voices more and the things that they stand for. And you just struggle with the fact that you just want to support them as an athlete, but Mm -hmm. you can't separate the two. But then the flip side of that, you got a guy like Mike Trout who is the best player in baseball. Right. But he is so quiet and just kind of to himself that the MLB kind of like almost looks at that as a bad thing. It's like, we can't market you, you know? So there's just like this kind of struggle of two sides of things. Um, It's a very unique time to be living in, for sure. How how crazy is it that Itro lived here and played for so long and doesn't speak English? (laughs) (laughs) I'm convinced he does, and he's just done a really good job of making sure no one knows. (laughs) Or, you know, the funny thing, remember when uh, Matsui... They had that bet. <laughs> that was funny. Where it was like, whoever gets married first wins like whatever amount of money it was. It was between him, Jeter, I guess. Was that it? I didn't. And someone else. And he came in with a, a hand-drawn picture of his wife and said, I got married. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not proof. <laughs> Any more than that. I'm convinced that a lot of these guys um, pretend that they can't speak English and use the translator. Through mm. all of their interviews, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. they can actually speak English, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but so I, I think going back to that, I think I think there's something special about people that are private and, w- and like understand like their privacy matters, you know. And because uh, I think what that does is it just shows there's like a respect and an understanding about like uh, virtue and um, this this stuff like that, I guess. And it's interesting to compare it to like. You and I are all three, right? We're walking into work where we do our job. Like, we don't get exposed or asked about a million things as far as, like, what are, right? There's, so I, I it's, guess it's different because our work is not, I don't sit at my computer and get videotaped and it get broadcasted on ESPN, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But there is a, some sort of similarity there. Like, that's their job and they want to be able to just kind of go in and go out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a unique that's world. True. That's true. Yeah, and I think at the root of all of it, it's just greed. You know, greed has really ruined everything. Mm. Like it's ruining everything, especially right now. We can we can kind of see it. We can see the effects of it. You know, we can see it in in sports. We can see it in movies and TV, and you can see it in video games. You can see it in music. I mean, it's it's so out there right now, and you can see how how it's just affecting everything. And it's not good. No, it's no bueno. It's different. Entertainment is also unique too nowadays because. You can't watch anything without some sort of agenda behind it in a way or just whatever they feel can be discussed. Um, that's that's the one thing, though, like in the past year, I feel like or maybe even a couple of years because you had the chosen come out and like more of the Catholic agenda is coming out, which I enjoy. Um, like I enjoyed Father Stew. I can't wait for um, Shia LaBeouf's movie to come out. Um, yeah. And uh, the chosen, he, he does a great job and he's done bunch of different um things throughout the year 
years. <clears throat> yeah. But um, yeah, it's been pushing a lot more and even opening up for um, some of the celebrities to not shy away from their faith. Sure. That's but true. see, that's the other part of it, too. Like, that's a good point, Andrew, because here we are sitting here saying, like, all these people are talking. But then we do commend the people that come out and speak some things that we think we align with. Right. So, like, it's hard because it's always like what's right and what's wrong. And we can't sit here and say this is right or this is wrong. But we do know what we believe in and, and we know what we're aligned with. So there's a part of us that wants to see more of these people speak out in a positive way. But you're still going to get these people. Sp so so interesting but i think you're right at the end of the day what all of this has done and i do think this is a result of donald trump coming into office is the fact that this whole silent majority in this part of the world that kind of never really did speak up is finding more ways to use platforms to educate and to speak in a more positive way so it's cool to see things like the chosen pop up and father stew and all of that and i think that there will be more of that which is great so maybe that's what i think our job is now is to like find more of that and hopefully get that like even um more so catholic coffee i don't know if you follow them yeah, on, social on instagram media. Yeah, they're, they're growing great. pretty much just from social media yeah which is great so cool um i want to try some of their stuff on the show and uh talk about them because um we actually did we ordered some you Ronnie did and it I, yeah it was really good we got it What'd as a gift get? emily got it for us oh nice um thanks no, Em. really good i'm here too <laughs> <laughs> your uh, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> I was going to say, your Christmas is coming up. <laughs> Get you situated there. But that's uh, those little things like that where you're utilizing what's in front of you, right? Here we are trying to exist on They do such a good job. Every like day they post and yeah. I see it and it's, it's good. It's good. They, they get a bunch of different like people to uh, talk about it and try it. Yeah. And it's great. This is great. That's the toughest part. That's what we were just talking about before we turned the mics on. It's like that when it comes to social media it's like the more content you put out there the more mm. it gets viewed oh. and the more people look look at it's big the hardest cat. thing to do big cat is a genius oh yeah big cat for years posted him drinking coffee <laughs> yeah. posted him in the coffee his dog and he would do coffee memes every day yeah coffee memes every day <laughs> it was all a plan i guess so right yeah. and it resulted it in him gonna, making yeah. a coffee and people like so it's funny i thought about that too People uh, gravitate towards someone like him because he's just real. relatable and real. And, and there's this like, Poopy so stinks. now, yeah. So now <laughs> when he puts out a coffee or something that requires people to pay, they're all, I'm willing to buy it because yeah, it's like, too. man, I like who he is and I want to support that. And if so. you saw his video talking about it, like just like him tearing up talking about his, his dog, dog and like how he wanted to, how she was the center of attention. Now his kids are and she's not and all that is yeah. just. You know, a, a good dog story always tugs on my heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good way to get to it. Yeah, I think it comes down to the realness of just genuine authenticity. And that's what that's what I think stands the test of time. And that's what gets real content being consumed, yeah. you know, yeah, authenticity. I, I think that's hard to find, though. It is you know hard to I mean? find. Like, it's yeah. hard to find in our world today. And I think that's why we say what we're saying about all of these celebrities and people talking and athletes talking, because it's like, it, does it feel authentic? No. Does it feel real? Yeah. Um, and that's what I think a lot of people are searching for. And that's why I feel like you got these daily wires and all of these places that are starting to pop up because it's like they want to uncover the truth and be more Re real, you know, real. Yeah. Yeah, honest yeah. and it's One thing talking about all this, it like makes me think of like what 
God wants from all of us and he wants us to be his warriors when he's not here, you know? He wants us to reveal the truth and just like pray and just try to put Christ, uh, like we say, rooted in Christ and try to put it out there, you know? Definitely. Like Josh has this holy hour, which is great, you know, how many different churches are doing things that people aren't attending, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And it's uh, it's the little Exodus logo that we see every day. We open up the app. It says "Live Differently." That's mm-hmm. it. Just live differently. And how do we live differently? It's it's about understanding and kind of getting to know who God is and who God wants us to be. And that that just following that will no doubt make you live different than what the world ex- expects of you. So yeah, in the world, but not of the world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's our challenge. I feel like we face that every day. Oh yeah. Um. This week of Exodus has been really good. I've enjoyed the readings where we've gotten to that second part of Genesis where it's like the creation story again, but a little bit more detailed, um, which was really cool. And I thought that the the one thing that stuck out to me, maybe I don't know how you guys felt about it, but the uh, basically it was like God gives us a choice. Like God gave Adam a choice. And every day we have a choice. Every moment we have a choice to choose right or wrong. But it's, you know, God gave Adam all of these things in creation, in the creation story, right? Everything that he needed to live in this beautiful garden and all of that. But there was a a rule in a sense, right? Like, hey, don't eat from that tree. So it was like, I'm going to provide for you and give you everything, but understand that there's the choice to be made. And it's, it's not that he, like God, I liked how it wasn't like, there was still something there that made Adam have to choose, you know, and it wasn't just like I'm blindly following this, but it's an everyday decision to follow God. And I think that we can kind of translate to our world where it's like every day, how are we making that choice to, to follow God or to just live differently? Yeah. And that's how we know he's a loving father and not some tyrant. Exactly. The fact that he wants us to choose him every day and, uh, yeah, and the fact that we all have that experience. We we have those decisions every single day, almost every moment of every single day, you know, where we get to get to choose him or something else. Yeah. And then it ties into the idea of like ultimately we have to answer for those choices. And that's yeah. a hard thing to accept or to really embrace. Yeah. Um but yeah, this has been a and it, even when you don't make the right choices, God is still there, like that loving father who extends his arms for you. So I had that real experience this week for sure, just kind of going through my week and um, realizing that like one of, one of the days I was just kind of struggling with it. It was just like, I don't want to do these readings. Like I'm busy with work. Like, and I just kind of threw everything away in a sense. And I was just like, I don't really want this right now. And then as I went through my day, I just realized, I was like, man, this isn't fulfilling, you know? So then I had to kind of like, swallow my pride in a bit and and because normally my my first thought whenever I would roll into a day where I was just not when I wasn't making the right choice right it was always I felt like hard for me to like go back to like prayer or things because I just felt like I, I don't deserve to pray right now like I've done things that aren't correct or I've sinned and it's like I don't deserve this but instead this time around like I really fought fi- fi- like fought hard to just like fully go into it and and do that 20 minutes of silent prayer and it was so rewarding and freeing um so something that was really cool and i think that's just like everyone kind of can relate to that differently but um i had that real experience this week of not choosing god and instead of just continuing to run away from it and just being like i'm ashamed 
I turned in and I said, okay, like I, I did wrong, but here I'm going to try and like find some, some forgiveness through it. And it was very rewarding. It was uplifting. So, so yeah. with, um, Adam and Eve, you know, the one thing like, you know, he tries to throw Eve under the bus, <laughs> which stinking Eve, she gave me the apple understandable, but the man is supposed to be, if the man is not submit submissive to God, then the woman won't be submissive to him. Like won't, you know, it all becomes from the man. Like mm. they have to, the men have to be submissive to God, uh, in order for the balance to flow. And yeah. that, that's one thing like I took away from that story, which I haven't really like thought of it like that until like, you know, reading it, like probably like the second, third time, whatever it is. Um, so like that opened my eyes with that. And with uh, the um, silent time, it was more like doing work. And instead of putting like a, he- a podcast on or listening to music, I just kind of sat in silence and just like sat by myself, just like trying to be in peace instead mm-hmm. of like popping my headphones in, like answering emails, doing paperwork. I would just kind of, I didn't put my headphones in. So that was my um, trying to be at peace with it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and, and kind of going back to the sub- submission thing, um, it's important for people to remember like what submit means. Like if you like follow it back, it's like from it's like a Latin word that basically means like under the same mission, under the mission of. And so like, yeah, like women are supposed to be submissive in the sense that they they have to be under the same mission as their husband, you know, and mm, what that means like is that. serving God and serving the family. And if you're not doing what you're supposed as, to be doing, so then... Yeah, that, exactly. As like the husband... It's, it's then, your fault. Then yeah. you, you know, tip the scales. Even though yeah. she came from his rib. <laughs> <laughs> so then does that make you think that prior to the Eve conversation with the serpent that in the back of her head she was thinking... Uh, this is okay, right? Like the way Adam lived. I don't know. It, no, yes or no. But I like that thought process that like, especially when it comes to family and home, it's like the way you are as a father. Like I try and think about that a lot. It's like how I live or how I do things is going to ultimately be how Elliot lives, you know, or even how Ronnie lives, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very important. That's a, it's a cool thought. Yeah. It's interesting. Exactly. So if you're not under the mission, you know, under the same mission of God, yeah, it's harder for your wife and kids to do that too you know? yep. the man you're, in the house you're supposed to bring yep exactly you're supposed to bring it into the house yeah yeah i mean which, that was which i hate that that's like a like a, even just saying that it feels wrong you <laughs> know like that? that's what, that's the kind of the culture that we live in where yeah it's like, exactly i was just gonna say that that's the culture that's scrutinized right if, if i right say now. like a woman should submit to her husband like immediately that's like scrutiny it sounds sexist it yeah. sounds well, wrong you know i love the way how you explained it like and to be on the same mission just yeah. sounds so much better than to say to submit. So yeah, because it's, it's not an abuse of power. It's like a recognition of like what our goal. That is. That word sounds you know? like an abuse of power. Yeah. Like so, that's why people jump on it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then you know we have a lot of instances in our culture and life of like where it has gone wrong. Sure. And so I think you know they're yeah. That's but, the other side of it, definitely. But yeah, but if men were to stand up and to recognize like that's their role, like our world would be saved. Like if, if, if we understood like we serve God and then as a result, our family gets ordered well, like, you know, it would save everything. I feel like that's a problem. A lot of people like serve themselves first and then oh, yeah. serve everything. Because you are your own God. Second or you know third. What I mean, like it's that kind of issue. So my dad told me one thing the week after I asked Ronnie to be my girlfriend. Mm. And it's something that has shaped my whole faith journey and the moments that I've 
felt like my faith was strongest was when I remember these words. And I try and think about them more and more every day. But my dad told me, if you're going to date this girl, your job, regardless of if you get married or if you guys break up, whatever it is, your job is to get her to heaven. Yeah. And it has to be, you have to get closer to heaven with her and for all of that. So that thought process as a father, it's like, this is what you've taken on now. Like, you know, your family is your responsibility. How are you getting them to heaven? That's a a tall task. That's every (laughs) single day. And that's that choice. That is the choice that we have to make on a Mm -hmm. daily basis. That's the choice that Adam had to make, you know, in the beginning. Like, how are you going to get Eve to heaven? How are you going to get your family to heaven? Like, every you know, every decision you make has to be through that lens. Yeah. And, that, and that's going to influence everything. Everything. That's <laughs> it's a huge, deep man. thought. It's it is. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and then, too, to get on to the other thing you said, Andrew, which is f- cool because it goes back to the creation story, like doing work in silence or just kind of embracing work and kind of like that part of the creation story where Adam was working in the garden and how that was prior to the fall, right? So before sin, like work was meant as a positive thing, right? Like God gave us the ability to work. And that's a hard thing to embrace because I know going into my days of work, sometimes it's just like, why am I doing this? What is the fulfillment of this? Like, is this meaningful? But then it's like, there's importance and value to those, just how you approach your work and it's cool to sit in the silence through your work. I'm sure that was a little bit more rewarding in a way because yeah. you were just kind of like. I even did it today. I didn't have anything on when for the five hours I was outside doing yard really? work. Yeah, breaking the leaves. No. Yeah, nothing. Power to you, man. That's yeah. a good one. I've been trying to like unplug more that way because like I find myself more like plugged in when I'm in the house. So I got to figure that balance out where like if we're sitting down and Logan like is playing, but it, that's the hardness of it of like you come home from work or you come home from a long day and uh they want your full attention you're their world and <laughs> you just want to like kind of unplug and watch pointless tiktoks or pointless whatever mm-hmm. and like that's the hardness of like trying to be like all right i really got to put my phone down so like i got to figure that balance out for my son and for like sanity of the household of like not wanting to just sit there and just like but it's like you need that moment too like you need that break but what better break than just putting your phone on a table and just like you know playing with a hot wheels car with your son for yeah a little bit. right and that's the sacrifice that you know we're we're made to make you know that we have to kind of to make i struggle with that too andrew like i think that's such a hard thing where like you know you spent all this time at work or for me like in school all day working on different things and then like the last thing you want to do is to you know you just want to sit there and yeah kind of veg and relax or whatever and then to have children who have you know unlimited energy who want to play it's like it's so hard to like serve them and to love them and to sacrifice and give give up for them but that's you know we have to make that decision we have to make that decision it strengthens us in the end you know like that like that struggle is the one thing that makes us stronger so that the next time we can can realize like oh i need to do this for them i need to do this for them i screenshotted this from one of the readings because i just this sums up so much and even really what we're talking about right now but it was like a man's ability to lay down his life in small day-to-day ways often reflects his ability to lay down his life in major ways yeah. That's something that's been, I think, kind of this this Exodus journey again. It just continues to remind. It's like 
those little moments, how hard they might be in those little moments, but preparing you for these bigger moments. Mm -hmm. uh, so as simple as putting your phone down. That's something I'm struggling with too. I think I feel like we kept forgetting about that part, or at least we haven't talked about it yet. Mm. Um, but that's a hard thing. Put your phone yeah. down when you're with others. It's a hard thing to do, especially when like, for me, work, a lot of my work is on my phone. So the emails are different things. And it's like, I use that as an excuse sometimes. It's like, I need to have my phone on me at all times, but it's like, there is a time to step away and it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, for me, it's just like mindless entertainment. Since now I have this dumb phone, it's like I just will have my laptop around me at all times or like I'll have an iPad around, which is less convenient, but I do it still. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, I can't fit it in my pocket, but I'm carrying it around with me, you know. It's like, come on, man, geez, Louise. It is. It is interesting. I thought about that, too. Like when we grew up, um, we didn't have phones. No. Yeah. What did you take in the bathroom? I took a magazine. I'd just yeah, read, about, like, read a book. Sports yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, but now it's like your phone is just always with you. I've noticed at times I catch myself. I'm brushing my teeth and I'm looking at my fantasy football team. I'm like, yeah, what am just, I doing? What's the point? I'm like, I got to stop. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. It's hard. It is. Um, it is. It's uh Talk a little bit about Thanksgiving before we get into the draft. You got sure. that coming up. You got to think about what you're thankful for and what Jesus sacrificed for and the life he gave you. So, like, think about that when you're sitting around the table with your family. Just be grateful of uh, what Jesus gave you and be that uh, grateful for your faith. And uh, make sure you say good uh, grace. Yeah. I, I have been appreciative of the fact that this exodus has been a lot about. I've been getting better at saying thank you when I pour my drink or Ooh. before I go mm. into the shower. Um, it's been nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. good. Right up to Thanksgiving, too. This is great. Yeah. Good timing. And uh, a reminder, we're going to be off um, the following week, so you'll get a video, the this one, before Thanksgiving. So next week, no video, and we'll be back to 7. Yes. Um, so who starts the draft this week? Who so started I, last week? I started last week. So Josh starts. I think I start this yeah. week. Yeah. Okay. So Josh, me, you. We had an official tie on the last draft. We're going to have to figure out a way to uh, break break the ties. Josh and I both tied. Those are the first time I ever received votes. So we'll, that's, a, that's <laughs> yeah, an applause right I received there. none. You received zero votes. <laughs> so maybe you should get it just as a, <laughs> the fact that you had none. So we'll put it in the middle of us as it's a little split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So What's this week today? I was thinking we do uh, rivals, 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 rivals in, in anything, rivals, in any rivals, like rivals. What's the best rivals out there? I don't want to, you know. There's yeah, rivalries, yeah. Rivalries. Like rivalries. Okay, like like rivalries. So okay, like in in anything. I'll like give one example. Anything. Okay, this probably be all thinking. Yeah, I it doesn't always have to be sports. It could be anything. Sure. Um and like. Uh, example Red Sox Yankees like sure. something like that or it could be like a brand so like that so Josh starts Josh gets oh, one pick right man. yeah I gotta think about this for a second and then you yeah and then, I me, then you get two Jeez Louise um this is a tough one this is one that you really need to think about for a little bit I'm gonna say <laughs> Donald Trump and Joe Biden <laughs> <laughs> rivalry number one <laughs> I'm going to go God versus the devil. Oh, oh okay. God I can't one up all of us. Like, <laughs> can't beat that one. <laughs> That's the ultimate rivalry. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not going to go. 
These are tough. I wanted to think about this for a little bit. Well, I have one that's off the top of my head, but I need to think of two right now in the wraparound. So, um, I mean, can I say Red Sox Yankees? Like, yeah, even yeah, though, yeah, yeah I, I think that's an, an awesome rivalry. Um, I do think that those sports rivalries are very biased based upon where you live. Mm. But Yankees Red Sox is one that's very large across a. Uh, so Yankees Red Sox and then two. I would say Notre Dame versus USC. I mean, these are things that are just personal to me. So mm-hmm. Notre Dame USC rivalry and uh, Yankees Red Sox rivalry. Uh, Josh. No, back to you. Oh, back to me? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to think of hard about this. I'm going to yeah, take yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, see, it's hard not to yeah, go sports. Yeah. That's uh, all I know. This week, uh, they're playing Saturday. Let's go Buckeyes. <laughs> they are playing Saturday? Th- this uh, is Michigan? The yeah. The, nice. That's going to be a good game. Mm. So I got two. Yeah. I'm going to say Wendy's and McDonald's. Ah, good <laughs> one. Go. Nice. Wendy's and McDonald's. And then, um, gosh. Amazon and Walmart. I feel like our rivals, right? Maybe. Yeah, those are pretty clever. You yeah. did good. That was I'm going to go Nike Adidas. Mm. Nice. This is hard, man. This is hard. Um, I'm going to say Moe's versus Chipotle. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> and uh, yeah. honorable an- mention, uh, Coke versus Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> or Bud Light yeah. versus Coors Light. Yeah, there mm. you go. Two honorable mentions. Two honorable mentions. <laughs> that was good. I want to think about that a little bit more. Yeah. I might, I might report it at some point this week and just text you guys. I thought yeah. of one. Different rivals. Yeah, I feel bad that I did presidents first. <laughs> it's so when we get put this on the spot, it's hard. Yeah. Did you prepare this coming in? No, I thought of it I on the car right here. Well, rivalries. Rivalries. Well. Nice. Okay. Well, there you go. We're gonna have to figure out a way to make a uh, tiebreaker. We should all do an honorable mention if the honorable mention gets voted on. It's another vote. Yeah, We're asking a lot from our four voters. Mm. Should we pick like a different topic? <laughs> like to have always a backup topic yeah, and it's yeah, like like a backup just topic. in case. All right, guys, that was a tie. Vote on this one now. <laughs> well, I guess uh, it makes sense with the honorable mentions. Yeah, we could, we could do that. Yeah, I like the honorable mention. Those are good honorable mentions. Nice. But um, So what are we looking forward to now? We got Christmas coming up after yeah. Thanksgiving. Which I cannot got, believe that we're we at. Should Put uh, a nativity out here and a Christmas tree, like a little sure. Christmas tree. I have, sure. I have a little nativity. We can, there we go. We can Put a little Christmas. Tis the season. Sorry, Lord of the Rings duck. You're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. So I have a new segment that I want to try out with you guys mm. now. Um, thinking about this. So y- you've been killing the dad jokes. So now this is my next segment that I want to workshop. I don't know if we'll start it this week, but maybe we will. As a salesman, that's my job. I think every week I'm going to try and create a sales pitch for our faith. So it's like this is this is what we're selling. So if you if you're you know browsing, you're trying to figure out you know what's our what what faith is important to me or why is the Catholic faith important or why should I listen to you guys record your podcasts? This is a little sales pitch for it. But I'll start off with something really easy because I did I did think about this sales pitch a little bit. Um, so you know that scene in uh, Wolf of Wall Street when Leonardo DiCaprio, this is John Bernthal, and he says, you know, sell me this pen. Mm-hmm. And then the guy can't sell the pen, and then he goes, write me your name. And he's like, well, I need a pen. He's like, bam, supply and demand, right? I think that was the line he said, <laughs> yeah. supply yeah. and demand. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is the first sales pitch that we will create 
and feel free, guys. We're 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 selling this together. We're a joint team, so ch- chime in when you feel. The best way to sell something I always felt was to kind of communicate the why. You know, like like that that scene in Wolf of Wall Street. You know, I'm gonna buy a pen because I need to write. You know, so why our faith? Like, what is it? And I think it's very simple, and it's something that I already talked about just like 20 minutes ago. But heaven, I think that is ultimately our why. And I think that is going to be the sales pitch. Number one is heaven. And it's not only just heaven, but eternal life. And I think that that is a very unique and sometimes a hard thing to kind of embrace in today's world. Like to think about something that is not necessarily tangible, but you hear about it and you learn about it and to think about like eternal life with God. And I feel like for us just living into today's world, like you've mentioned it before, Andrew, the idea that we've just gotten so far away from like the moment that God was on earth mm. that like it's just natural for us to kind of feel a little bit more distant and distant. And I even think about the fact that like we live in the United States and like geographically, like where Jesus came and lived was in Middle East, right? Like so just distances in general. But the idea and the reminder today and the sales pitch today is eternal life in heaven with God. And I think we're getting glimpses of that in our journey through Genesis of Exodus and the idea that that's what God created and that's what God had intended was life with him eternally and how perfect it can be. And I think that that's something that we all can kind of shape in our own ways to figure out, you know, what is that eternal life? But it's something that I think is far beyond anything that we'll ever really fully be able to grasp. But I think that's that first little kind of tidbit or something to kind of like grasps to, to be able to say, I'm going through this journey of life because of the idea that one day I ultimately want to live an eternal life with God, our father in heaven. Mm. So that's sales pitch number one. Do you guys got any supporting facts behind that one? No, that's solid, subtle. That's solid. Well, it's just like what we were saying before, like every decision should be with that in mind, right? And so I feel like when we experience that, it's like it's joy and peace unlike anything we've ever experienced. You know, when we can make decisions for God here on earth for the intention of eternal life and for heaven, there may be hard decisions to make and there may be some suffering and difficulties, but ultimately it leads to peace and joy in those decisions. So I think that's great. I think that's great. That, that is the ultimate sales pitch is, is heaven, heaven, you know, eternal life yeah. in heaven, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember God said he's going to come back one day and he's going to shake almost everything up except for some things so you want to be on the side that some things aren't shaken so like you get into heaven yeah it's such an interesting thing to grasp the idea you know and i think that that as like an uh kind of just a lay like a normal conversation it's like you're telling me that i should be thinking about something that is like beyond really any sort of tangible proof it's it's a tough thing to really like fully embrace but well, especially in a culture where like comfort is the number one thing and we're all very comfortable, you know, and Definitely. I feel like when we're very comfortable, it's like it's harder for us to really see things and and understand the importance of things, especially when it leads to struggling and, and discomfort as, mm. as it means to be a Catholic. Like, yeah. So yeah. And I, I think that's an episode we can just we can just talk about. I was just going to say, like, I think that'd be a, a good topic to just talk about, like comfort yeah. and our inability to take risks and to do things that lead to suffering. <laughs> yeah, it is great. Yeah. So part one yep. of our sales journey. Love it. <laughs> 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 That's good. Cool. Um, Love it, man.
Thank you for uh, tuning in. Please like, comment, subscribe. Um, hit that notification button if you want. Check out all our links below. We're on a lot of things. Uh, check out our Patreon. Maybe you want Patreon for uh, Christmas. You want a must-see Patreon. Um, we need a new camera. Maybe you, yeah. we could see Josh. Yes. I know. Yeah, yeah. We should figure out, yeah. too, uh, each episode coming up, because I know we have a decent amount of like merch and different things oh, yeah. that we have. That maybe we can start to kind of yeah figure out ways to make a it bunch available. Of things, so yeah, um, like yeah. a little Christmas. Yeah, like twelve days of Christmas. Yep. <laughs> uh, Over this, we get a we get a hundred patrons. I'll stay on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on camera. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, that would have been pretty funny too if like you've never yet been on the camera. Yeah, yeah, what does Josh yeah. look like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could have held that over their heads. Mr. Just, I'll, I'll delete those old videos. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and edit it, and it's just like a blur. Like <laughs> your face is not showing up. Um, oh, we had the mustard seed. We went out. We did. And we went to Top Golf, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah um, we had a great that time. Was good. Yeah. That was good. I really, I enjoyed that. Like that was, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. The, we should totally do it again. We should. Yeah. We should. Top golf is cool. It's a great, uh, simple hangout. I almost yeah. feel like we need to go bowling next time. <laughs> I've been gone bowling in forever. That'd right? be fun. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Please subscribe. Um, if you're watching this and you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe. What are you doing? Hit it. It's right there. <laughs> if you don't hit it, God's watching. Uh, <laughs> Cold. And we are too. Yeah. <laughs> so hit that button. It's right there. Hit it. All right. It doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> yeah. People here subscribe. They don't want to do it because they're scared of the cost, but it doesn't cost. Yeah. There goes my rant. Let's go, Buckeyes. Uh, stay rooted in Christ. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you uh, for tuning in each week and uh, continuing to give us the views. We enjoy doing this. Um, have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll see you. Uh, when we see it. Yeah, see you on the 7th. Peace. Peace.